It's 1029 The Hog with Borna and Mandy. Very excited to welcome to the program. You can see him perform at Hogfest, the VIP acoustic session. Tim Montana on yeah. the show. Yeah, Tim. Woo! Hey! Welcome, man. We're uh, we're very excited to see you at that Hogfest coming up this uh, this coming May. But uh, um, it's great to talk to you. Thanks for being a part of it. Uh, where are you at right now? Are you on the road? Are you doing any shows? What Do you have some time off for the holidays? What's going on? I got a couple days home in Wise River, Montana, the bustling metropolis of 40 people on the big hole rig. Man. Stop it. That sounds awesome, That though. sounds weird. That <laughs> I sounds, think it's great. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just, like, how far away is your grocery store? 40 miles. I don't understand. So you when you go to the grocery store, you have to have a solid list. You can't forget anything. Oh, yeah. And you also need to pack things in a cooler or... I mean, it's pretty cold up here, so, I mean, it's more things. You don't leave water bottles in your car because they'll freeze or pop a beer or whatever, you know, kind of explodes. But so in the bed of your truck, nice I imagine, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. But uh, in Nashville, it's like you go to the grocery store. It's not 40 miles, but I sit in traffic, and I'm not moving. At least up here, I can, like, you know, speed limit's 80. So I can go 85, 86 without the highway patrol stopping me. So I just cruise, man, do all my phone calls, listen to music, mixes. I love it. I hit an Alf beer bear. You just never know. Oh, my God. That's but what if you, like, forget a green pepper and it is a staple in the meal you're making that night? Then what? You drive all the way back and you're like, screw it. Now it's just not going to taste as good. Yeah, you do have to plan things out. So we've got a nice chest freezer and, you know, planning it out. Uh, but we own a restaurant down the road from the ranch we live on. So that place stays stocked up with orders we do weekly. So every now and again, I'll, if, I, if I get to forget something, I just borrow it from the restaurant. Dude, that's super convenient, actually. Be like, I don't feel like cooking. Right. Let me go to my own restaurant. Yeah, it's a <laughs> genius. <laughs> that really genius, is a genius yeah. idea. Okay, I take everything I said back. You're doing great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool up here. We bought uh, the Wise River Club. It's an old cowboy bar that opened in the late 1800s. And awesome. I bought it with Billy from ZZ Top. Got a little casino restaurant, cabin rental, music stage. So we got a little music venue in there. They're like, who's going to move up there and run it? And I'm like, can I volunteer? So I moved up here in August. And uh, love it. It's great for the kids, so. Can we uh, come visit Tim? Because I'm very intrigued. That I've sounds watched, cool. that sounds, I've, I've I've never been to that part of of the country, and I'm I'm Same. super fascinated with with Montana and you know Idaho, Wyoming, that whole area. It just seems mm-hmm. uh, seems beautiful to me. So I'd love it's to get gorgeous. out there. It's gorgeous. It's free. I mean, it's just it's unbelievable. And the stars at night. There's no light pollution. It's it's just um yeah. You guys got to come up. We got cabin. We'll put you in a cabin. Set you up at the world famous Wise River Club. I love it. I'm down. I'm so. You think I'm joking, but I'm We're so. We're recording in this because, uh, so because yes. When you deny our reservation, <laughs> we we'll send you this clip. <laughs> we'll see you at Hogfest. I'll play this part back for right? you in, in May and be like, "Yeah, I'm coming out." By the way, I'll, I'll be there in. Uh, I'll be there in June, so right. uh, I'll see you then. Yeah, um, anytime you want. Seriously, let me know. Come on up. It's it's unbelievable. The fishing in the summer is just second to none. So I mean, and Tim, you're Tim Montana, so clearly they named the state after your family, right? So you can you have your run of the whole thing, right? Yeah, they owe me some residuals for stealing my name to name the state. They should. I'm, I'm they not should. Happy. <laughs> they sh- you should get a, get a piece of that because I'm sure probably the Montanas predate the Montana State. I would guess if you if you track your family. Yeah, of course. That what are we? Back. 1889. I mean, we got to go back to like 1642, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you should get some cash back for them using your yeah. name on a state. <laughs> can you? Nobody imagine? can say that, right? <laughs> 
Uh, speaking with Tim Montana, Hogfest VIP artist, get your Hogfest VIP tickets to see him coming up on May 3rd. I mean, you talked about owning a restaurant and whatnot, and food's a big, that's, not only do you do music, which we'll, we can talk about here, but I'm also, we're also interested in other stuff. You're a big barbecue guy, big grill guy. Have you always been, I mean, was that the lifestyle then growing up that, uh, that got you into it? Yeah, I've always been fascinated, you know, uh, with cooking meats and processing meat. I used to, you know, hunt it for necessity, not sport as a kid. And I was the guy that would always cut the meat up and wrap it and freeze it. And as I grew up, I was just fascinated with the cooking of it, you know, smoking it and getting it right. And so teamed up with Traeger Grills, gosh, probably six, seven years ago. And I bring a a grill with me on tour everywhere I go. And some of these acts, I don't know if they have me out because they like the music or they like my cooking. But Mm -hmm. uh, either way, whatever gets, gets me on the bill, right? Hey, and your buddy Dave Grohl's a big fan of your grills and cooking, right? Am I right? Oh, yeah. He's a key. That's where I met him at Memphis and May at the Traeger tent. We ended up jamming together. You know, we just share barbecue tips, and he is just so into it. Like, he's over the top. He, I think he's into it more than I am. I've cooked with him before. <clears throat> he is very, very into barbecue. So, What is the number one mistake that people make when they're smoking? I think just overcooking it. I mean, it's pretty simple. I went to some of these world championships and saw these guys. I'm like, hey, man, it's all about the temperature you pull your meat. You know, so if you're going to overcook it, you're going to dry it out. And if you're going to undercook it, that's not good. So it's just, you know, reading your thermopan, getting in there and getting an average temp of the meat, get your smoke right, your smoke ring. And it's not super complicated when you know how to do that. You know, it's just you, you have the time that you need to have it on there and just keep reading your meter. So. Is that how you've made so many friends in the business and beyond? Right. Because of Through your, your meat? prowess? <laughs> A lot, yeah, yeah. yeah I've, I've cooked for a lot of people, cooked on a lot of tours. So um, that you mentioned, you know, you mentioned Billy Gibbons as Easy Top. I was watching a, a video that you guys had done together performing, and uh, obviously his beard is legendary. Do you guys talk beards? You got a nice beard yourself, there, Tim. You guys talk beard and beard maintenance. Picking back on Mandy's question, what's the number one mistake guys make in beard maintenance? <laughs> uh, you know, just probably cutting it too short. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Billy's got the best beard in the business, hands down, you know. Um, and I try to catch up. My beard kind of tops out at a certain length. And I'm like, Billy, how do you have a foot on me? And right. I guess it's just genetics. He's got good good genetics with facial hair. But, uh, you know, I've learned a lot from him about that stuff and rock and roll and just the business. I was just with him in L.A. I stayed at his house this week when we did the power hour down there. I got the number two video on the countdown this Woo! week. We're excited. Congratulations. Uh, yeah. But yeah, well, I went with Billy to the Rainbow Room uh, on Sunset Boulevard. And a funny story is these classic rock guys came in wearing Skinner shirts and Pink Floyd shirts, and they were going around the wall looking at all the photos of rock stars, including ZZ Top. And I watched them walk right around Billy Gibbons mm-hmm. and out the door they went. And I'm like, you guys need to have some situational awareness because you came here to see photos of rock stars and you walked within one foot right. of a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame member. You don't expect <laughs> to see them out, right. though, because I don't, I'm terrible at. Like actually realizing that somebody is somebody <laughs> because I just don't expect it. You know, I'm never, right. I'm never expecting to see somebody like that makes me sound really like regular people aren't people too. But I'm just saying like, I, I probably would just because I wouldn't be expecting him to be there. You yeah. know? Right. I'm like, well, the beard and he was wearing the suit jacket. Like he was 
had everything but the sunglasses on. Sure, sure. Yeah, it's like that'd be a guy you think you could pick out because it's not like he shaved yeah. that day or something yeah, like that. People he's were like, well, yeah. I think that's probably Billy, but he's not wearing the sunglasses, so that's clearly not. But him. you're right, and that's that's L.A. too. Everyone gets a nab, or do you go to like the Rainbow Room and go yeah. like, oh, Alice Cooper is partied here and yep. Van Halen and all that. We yep. look at all this cool stuff, and they could be sitting like right there, no clue, right there by you. Right. Um, right. We're speaking with funny watching it. <laughs> It's with Tim Montana. Again, grab your Hogfest VIP tickets May 3rd. Stayed headlining the show. Uh, Tim will do a VIP set. We're, we're excited that we, we amped it up because you're playing. we got Asking Alexandria playing the VIP acoustic set. It's a beautiful room. If you've never uh, you've probably played Pfizer Forum at all, uh, Tim, but it's it's great. We're really looking forward to it. Devil You Know is the song that you're hearing here on 102.9 The Hog. And congrats on the success, man. I mean, I think – what did you grow up listening to? What was – because you're, I mean, I, to me, the parallel between like country and rock has always been there, but now you're seeing just a bunch of, of people just like doing it because that's what you grew up with. That's what you listen to. You've got like you and Hardy, we talked to, has a great album. Jelly, Jelly Roll, we talked to, we had in town earlier this year. Um, it's really, it's really connecting. And, and what's that, you know, what's your, uh, did you ever imagine this kind of success kind of doing the music I'm sure that you want to do? And it's just connecting with people. Yeah, it's pretty wild. I've been in Nashville for a long time and kind of always felt like an alien there because I was always the long-haired, bearded guy that my amps were too loud and you can't say that on stage. And then with Jelly Roll and Hardy and these guys kind of opening this door to rock, you know, they put me on the charts or on the radio and it just started shooting out thanks to folks like yourself. And, um, and But it just feels natural. It feels at home. I don't feel weird. Like I have to censor myself or be a certain version of myself, you know. And uh, just gone back to my roots. Like, I grew up in a single wide trailer in Montana and was just blasting grunge music my entire childhood. And I was the weirdo that would wear Carhartt pants and come out of the mountains with a Nirvana shirt every yeah. day of the week. <laughs> Different shirt planned out. <laughs> Always Nirvana. So I'm like, huh, I get to finally dive into that world. And it's, it's kind of a relief. I'm excited. And yeah, I think I found my home. So when you played in Nashville all the time, did you embrace all the bachelorette parties, or were you like, oh, here we go? Uh, yeah, they're kind of a lot. You know, I did the <laughs> Broadway scene, gosh, probably in 2007 or eight, but it was like four hours of cover music, and the mm, covers you know, yeah. went from, you know, the old outlaw country stuff was fun to play, but then it got into the pop country stuff, and I'm like, sorry, guys, that's not my bag. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I'll play right. Waylon and Willie all day, rocking up Johnny Cash, like, that stuff's cool. Those guys were... More rock and roll in a lot of ways. You watch those that Mike Judge tales from the tour bus. You're like, wow, Johnny Paycheck went harder than Molly Crew. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. I loved playing that stuff, but there was a big shift where they wanted all the pop country kind of boy band stuff. And not saying it's bad, but it's definitely <laughs> Don't not thank for you. Me, so. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I think uh, you hit your groove with this thing. So, Tim, again, looking forward to seeing you in person. Hogfest VIP, grab your tickets, 1029thehog.com, and we'll take you up on that Montana invitation sometime soon, too. They win. I'll be your Huckleberry. Uh, <laughs> that's Tim Montana, part of Hogfest 2024 on 1029 The Hog.